Hello friends. Today is the 30th of April, 2023. And I am sitting by the river in the sunshine and clouds. It's a cool, sunny day, perfect. Just my style. There's a long, sinuous, expanding vine of poison ivy to my left. I'm sitting on a dead tree log stretched across this little cove off the edge of the water. I, is it called an estuary if it's a river? It's like an estuary. It's just a branch of the river. But the water that you can hear, if you can hear the water, is, you know, 30, 40 feet away from me. And where I'm sitting is calm. Trees and plants all around, so much green. In early spring, the, still the newness of spring in this moment in time. And this river is flanked with wild white roses. And they're just starting to bloom and occasionally their fragrance will drift through the air and land in my nose. It's very nice. Birds. Oh, and flying things. When I first got to this spot, there was a buzzing behind me. And I looked to find a very large wasp killer bee type thing. I don't know, it made me think of a killer bee. Um, it's a huge, very large stinger. Ooh, something just fell on my knee. Did you hear the plop? I think it was a seed. I think a seed fell from the sky and landed on my knee and landed in the water. Oh, another plop. I was thinking about making another recording, but I have to stick with it now because nature has provided ASMR at its finest. Can't recreate those plops. So I really like making these recordings outdoors just to give myself and anyone who listens all the nature we can get. We need all of Her Majesty that we can get. Oh, and there have been these beautiful winds since I got here. Just one is stirring up right now. Strong, gusting wind blowing the leaves and the trees above my head. And then, but where I'm sitting is totally still. It's interesting.
We are deep in the belly of the beast. We are right smack in the middle of eclipse season. I don't know, I think we might be a little bit over the over the edge of the middle. Our, our second and final eclipse of this spring is a few days away. Today's the 30th. The eclipse is this coming Friday, the 5th. Today is Sunday. And I'm not going to talk a lot about the current astrological weather in this podcast. I'm feeling led to talk about astrology and astrological consciousness from an even wider lens than the discipline itself usually occupies. That's why I love astrology. Because when I fixate, when I zoom in, I lose my mind. For me, perspective is sanity. Perspective is peace. Big picture is my bread and butter. It's my daily bread. It is my salvation. I need the big picture. I require the big picture to function in this realm. <laughs> so God gave me astrology. That's why God gave me astrology. Why did God give you astrology? It's a good question. And that's kind of exactly perfect for what I'm wanting to share and explore right now, which is, okay, so we're in this moment in time in the spring of 2023 on planet Earth, wherein we are experiencing, oh, what creature was that? Did you hear that? Are there also these really weird, chewy-looking aquatic mushrooms on the log beside me. They're dry because they're, they're about a foot off the water right now, but it doesn't take much for them to be submerged. So they're definitely some kind of aquatic mushroom. I, I, I believe we've only classified about 25% of the mushrooms on the planet. <laughs> We think we are so smart. <laughs> uh, anyway, that sound was coming from beside the really strange mushrooms that I want to touch, but I don't I just don't want to lean over. I'm in the perfect most comfortable spot. And they're out of reach. I'll touch them before I leave. You may get to witness it. I'm sure I'll get up from this spot before I'm done with the recording because eventually my butt's going to get sore. There's this rivulet of water under me. It's so beautiful. Do you ever notice when you're standing at a river that there are multiple currents flowing through any given river? And they'll be flowing in different directions, some of them against the current particularly if it's the French Broad River. That is a weird, weird river. Anyhow, astrological consciousness in 2023 is experiencing a growth surge. <clears throat> we are in a Jupiterian moment. Humanity is. And so this 
this podcast that I'm recording right now is coming from the perspective what I'm what I'm wanting to do right now is speak from the perspective of humanity as a single entity like if you see a flock of birds flying overhead and they are you know it's dusk and they're thrilled with the energy of the transition from day into night and the beauty of the sun as it departs in the sky and they're just they're flying fast they're flying in perfect unison they're zipping all over the place in a multitude of different directions and formations and stylizations and that you can see very clearly that they are operating as one even though there may be thousands up there in the air it's swift season and the chimney swifts are arriving here in the southern united states mountains where i live and um to see them to, to see thousands of birds diving into chimneys i mean what a sight so so beautiful so fascinating but that that's us we are individual and we are we are individual and we are also one and um you can really observe it in in these kinds of um co collective knowledge expansions like what we are experiencing right now with astrology but also many things thanks to really thanks to the internet and how widely accessible all forms of knowledge are to us right now uh, and as well as how many of us are on the planet right now all learning and experiencing and growing and exploring at the same time So if you've gotten this far with me, I should I wish I had said this at the beginning, but it's okay. Imagine with me, unless of course you're driving or operating heavy machinery, this might not be the best podcast for you if you are right now in this moment. I'm in a pretty pretty chill zone. So I would I would recommend returning to this point in the podcast if you're driving right now but imagine with me if you if you will if you would like that you are in one of your favorite places in nature and you can hear the wind blow and the leaves And the rippling water and the birds and you can feel the mud between your toes and the sun on your head and your face and your arms and 
the hardness of a fallen tree under your butt or the softness of the grass or the dirt. Maybe your butt cheeks are getting a little bit damp. If you're sitting on dry mud, I mean wet mud. If you're sitting your dry butt on wet mud, like I'm gonna do after I get up from this increasingly uncomfortable but so beautiful spot. Maybe you're dangling your feet in the water. Maybe you see a bee or a killer bee or a snake. Definitely see birds, I'm sure, wherever you are. Maybe you even see, catch sight briefly of a dragon's tail. And in that place, you began to feel your edges expanding. The edge of your energetic field, the edges of your skin, the edges of the charge of your heart and your mind. and your sexual center. It's expanding and it's merging with the water and the wind and the trees and the creatures, the mushrooms. The ants and the beetles and the butterflies around you. And the people too, if there are people. Especially the people. We begin to merge with each other and experience in this moment that you are the same and not different. That you're made up of all of the same material. You came from the same place. You will return to the same place. Your experiences, though different, unique, seemingly bound by the reins of time, are also shared, common, united, 
interwoven, patterned perfectly rendered in nature's artistry. Living chaos expressed in perfect symmetry. You are a miracle. You are divine. You are ordinary. You are nothing. You are everything. You are always at all times, no matter what, completely engulfed, surrounded, held, cradled by this living world. Your home. You will never, ever, 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 ever find yourself outside of it. Maybe you look across the water and you see a water bird standing on one foot. And you remember How to find your balance. We are in a moment of our astrological evolution in consciousness. This is one aspect of our collective evolution, but an important one. Astrology is evolving the collective evolution, the collective, excuse me, evolving the collective consciousness profoundly. And we're not always going to experience astrology the way that we do right now. It's changing. The way that we're experiencing astrology right now is very different than it was five years ago, 10 years ago, certainly 15 years ago, when 
many of us, myself included, didn't even know what a sun sign was. I knew that there was a word called zodiac, that the word zodiac was a word, and that it would happen in newspapers and magazines, and it had something to do with your personality, and you could check it, but you really shouldn't because that was the devil's work. <laughs> That's what I knew about astrology 15 years ago. Something that I'm observing a lot in myself and in others is twofold. So it's, I think part of the power and the beauty of astrology is that it gives us this wider lens of perspective. And when we experience it in that way, it can give us great comfort that there is a plan or a pattern. There is uh, an artistic weaving of events that we are intimately a part of. And that brings me great comfort when also you zoom in and see that this grand, expansive mind annihilating interweaving speaks specifically to my very teeny tiny intimate life on levels that are of great import to me that brings great comfort however I'm adjusting oh, my butt can't take it anymore Oh, okay. New perspective. Now, I have to be very careful. Oh, there are all these minnows all of a sudden. I have to be very careful to avoid the poison ivy as I hop from this spot to the shore. There is a sense of urgency that I am experiencing in the astrological discourse and in my own self that I do not believe is indigenous to the discipline of astrology. I believe it is coming from the outside. I believe it is coming from the culture. And it is... It is insidiously seeping into our discipline and causing damage. But I, I said all of that about our evolution at the beginning t to say that this is part and parcel for just the stage where we are. Um, and I'm, I want to bring light to it so that we can grow past it. But... I'm not calling anybody out, calling myself out, saying this is bad or wrong or scary or anything opposite of that. Like that's the whole 
thing that I'm saying is that there's a lot of that going on in the culture. And so, of course, it's also happening specifically in our discipline. And I think it's really subtle in our, I don't even want to say discipline because I'm talking about the, the, the collective dialogue, the conversation. It's happening in the collective conversation. This um, every day there's a new transit that we need to worry about, that we need to prepare for. That, <laughs> that we need to do a ritual about, that we need to take advantage of. And that's not how it operates. Every little thing that's happening is not gonna slam into my life. It may or may not be highlighted in my chart. I may or may not experience the the dramatic potentialities of this coming eclipse. People around, somebody around me will. I will observe it on some level. We'll definitely see it collectively. And um, I think that's where a lot of the, the fear is coming from, this sort of general... <coughs> I just swallowed a bug. Oh my God, I might have to pause. I literally just had a bug go down my throat. (laughs) It's like low grade, chronic sense of urgency, which translates into anxiety around, I have to keep up with what's happening astrologically and I have to do something about it. That is not what this life is about. That's not what it's about. This life is about living. If you are tuned in to the flow of your life, you will be moving in accordance with the planets. If you are not tuned in, to the flow of your life, you will still be moving in accordance with the planets. If you're a fish in this river, there are only so many directions that you can swim. You're not going to flop up on the bank. You're in the river. If you get stuck in, if you get stuck in a little tide pool, if you decide you're a salmon and you want to swim upstream, like there are different ways you can play it and be more or less comfortable be more or less successful as a fish. But you are not going to fuck up being a fish. You're a fish because you're a fish and because you're a fish, you do fishly things. You're not going to fuck it up. It's impossible. And the happiest fish are the ones who are being the most fishly. Even if you are, if you're a salmon and you're swimming upstream, that's because your instinct tells you to. Our study of participation with meditation upon gleeful worshiping with of astrology is is to enhance our lives, to give us tools to live better lives. That's what it's for. 
but it's not a necessity or a requirement for living a better life. You can get from, you can go from birth to the grave and never even know a thing about astrology and live a lovely life or live a horrible life. And, and you can also find other tools that you think you can control your life with. And then that would, this conversation would still be applicable to you. We have no control. We don't have control. We do not have control over this river. That's not to say that we don't have choices. This is a world of paradox. But what I'm what I'm getting at here is to me and this is what I want to what I want to share with others what I want to find a way to get it from my heart to your heart is the the reason that we engage with astrology is not so that we can control our lives like that okay so we can to a degree we can do that We can, you know, we can be the fish that is like, I'm, instead of going to swim downstream, I'm going to swim from the right side of the river to the left side of the river because I can. Like, yes, we can control certain things. And astrology gives us real knowledge that we can play with and fuck around with. But there's, there's something past that. And that's what I'm wanting to get at and what I'm wanting to share. Which is the why of astrology. The what does it mean? Oh my God, you have this planet in this sign at this angle at this time. Oh my God, what does that mean? Should I be scared? You're saying that like it's scary. That's the thing about this evolution. Which is so so razor sharp. It, this, this evolution that I'm talking about is razor fucking sharp. It is scary. The reason it's scary is because we are little by little inching our way closer and closer to the real thing. The real real. The living deity animating ourselves and everything that we find ourselves surrounded by
we are collectively finding the bravery to step into the presence of this this lion with a capital L and to look into his golden eyes to see our reflection to feel the warmth off of his body radiating into our bodies. To see his muscles rippling under his fur, to recognize his power and ferocity. And to stand with shaking knees in wonder are we about to be eaten? This is scary. Yes, you should be scared. And at the same time, comforted. Because this, this thing that we're doing here, called life, being alive, this, this is a no-shit zone. This is real. This is real. This is happening. We are here. And we're on a trajectory to a level of evolution of becoming to a level of our collective becoming that we have not yet achieved. Timothy Leary said, this, this, this is what it looks like before a species leaves for the stars. Terence McKenna said before he died that there will come a time when a single day will hold as much change, as much novelty as was once held in 10,000 years. that time feels like it's speeding up because it actually is speeding up. And it's speeding up towards something. It's being pulled into something. Like a moth into a flame. like a lover towards a lover into their lover like me into this river hopefully next time i i'm here
boat just went past. Did you hear it? Knocking against the, the rocks. <laughs> this river has deep spots and shallow spots. I, I, I really want to, I really look forward to and am wanting to, with these podcasts, add my voice to the conversation. This is, this is me practicing finding my voice. Like I said several podcasts ago, I'm not, I am not meant to be giving forecasts. That's not what I do with astrology. Why would I do it on repeat of what other people are doing better? That's not how I live astrology. That's not how I work with it, with her, with this relationship. So I want to I wanna bring what I have and what I really want to see in the astrological conversation, what I want to experience with others is... the wide-angle lens of how is, how is this evolving our collective conscious and our collective experience and why and what is it moving us towards? Who is it moving this towards? How is this pulling back the veil so that we can peer beyond it? Astrology is not unlike a substance or a practice that peels back the veil of our accepted field of vision, what of this realm we have collectively said yes to. And so, okay, I see this river. I see these trees. They're fairly ordinary. All of this is ordinary because, because only because of how wide I have opened my vision, but the practice of opening the vision opening the eyes wider, peering in deeper, staring for longer, beginning to expect to see what I know is there but is not normally perceived. Astrology is a tool for tripping sober, for connecting literally with the divine, for moving beyond the veil. That's what I'm playing with. And that's what I want to play with, with others. And that's what I want to share. And yeah, this eclipse that's happening right now is a big part of what's inspiring me to talk about this right now. Very slowly and meditatively if you've if you've made it through then awesome thank you i hope that you've enjoyed <laughs> because this is how i talk and express and communicate it's it's slow and i'm not making all of the connections that are to be made about the actual movements that are happening this week and in this moment in time because that's not how my brain works I have mercury and Pisces that is not how my brain works 
the the actual movements of the planets are infinitely complex. It makes my brain explode. It's it is infinitely in, infinitely out, infinitely up, infinitely down, infinite in all directions and constant and constantly changing. It's so complex, it's so harmonious, it's so perfect, it's so chaotic. The 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 dance, the liminal dance between chaos and symmetry that we can observe through the lens of astrology makes me wet. <laughs> it's so fantastic, this realm of suffering and pleasure and density and darkness and mystery, surprise, insanity, terror, bliss. This eclipse has been frightening me. The last one, the coming one, the movements of the planets all around it, in between it, on the other side of them. And I recognize that as part of my growth. I'm growing like you're growing. I'm changing. As I expand to receive more and more of this knowledge, of this wisdom, of this gnosis, of this gift, it hurts. I'm in a body. I'm in a limited form. My mind has edges. And those edges frighten me. And that's where I am right now. Is leaning into that edge. With my hand, with my other arm Firmly wrapped around this tree trunk. Rooted deep, deep, deep into the earth. And my toes in the mud. While the wind blows overhead. And gently through my hair. I wish you peace inside of the fear, joy, excitement, and wonder. As you ride on this river with me, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you. Until next time, bye.